0: right welcome everybody to another episode of chris and dave's reality cast i'm one of your hosts chris felt and my co-host and very good friend is mr dave horrid
1: hey there chris and hello to all listeners out there welcome to chris and dave's reality tv cast we are covering bachelorette season 18 episode 2 and like someone famous said, Chris, it's good to be back. What is it? What do you reckon <laughs> to this episode? Oh,
0: fucking hell. Dave, should we just not? Why are they recycling the same conversations? We get the little breadcrumb about Joe and Michelle last episode. They even allude to, have I spoke to you before? And I'm like, oh, and even that last week's episode, I was like, fuck off. And now we've got Dale and Claire 2.0 going on, Dave. I mean, look. <laughs> I said last week, for me, Joe ticks all Michelle's boxes. He loves basketball. He's in Minnesota. He, he, they've got the same common interest. That they really have got a good chemistry together. It's over, Dave. It's. Li- I keep thinking of that that, that GIF of the <laughs> basketball player. Oh, what's his name? And he, he, when he says it's over, it's over on the basketball court, like that that's a famous one. Oh,
1: I thought he, you were going to do the old Bill Paxton from Aliens. Game over, man. Game over. I've never seen aliens, Dave, have us. It's seen? on our fucking VHS podcast fucking theme junior bell end. Every mean I'm about fucking to see episode. It. Mean mean about to... Oh yeah, game <laughs> over, man. Game over. Oh yeah. That's it. <laughs> Every fucking episode for like hundred whatever episodes. Yeah,
0: but you put like... that together. I'm blaming <laughs> it on you. I did
1: the comics emotion at intro. But, uh... but Chris, last week it was like, um, Didn't I, do I know you? Have we, have I slipped into your DMs? And now it's like, she's got a full fucking history on him. Oh yeah. In 2011, he was player of the season. Like, like, hang about. (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: bollocks. These two have seen each other. They've got a great chemistry. I'm not denying that, but I'm just like, we see, we saw this on Claire and Tayshia's season, didn't we? we? It's exactly the same things happening. What happened with Claire and Dale? They slipped into each other's DMs. I'm not saying they, I think they've been speaking quite regular, Dave. It was all fucking fake. But I'm going in on this show completely because I'm watching this again and I'm like, <laughs> fucking, the people on it, like the, 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 the <laughs> way them fucking guys are like, you know, the nonsense about one of the guys went, oh, it's a once in a million chance to grab a one in a billion girl. And I'm like, you're all dickheads. You know, anybody in real life does not just go on a show and immediately decides they're going to fall with that fall in love with that girl or that guy. And it's the falseness <laughs> for me. It's the falseness of the whole show that gets my back up. I love watching it because it's how fucking desperate everybody is, that little bit of fame. And some of the one-liners tonight, I was like... Fucking hell, like, oh, they were awful. It was fucking, not just toe-curling, Dave. I literally wanted to fucking put my fingers down a chalkboard myself to do it. It was oh, it was terrible. So anyway, I've got more rants, Dave, and I've gone in hot.
1: What I think do you- we get desensitized. When, when we're in the middle of a Bachelor or Bachelorette season, we kind of get desensitized to the nonsense, the charade of it all. But I think it's when we come out of a, another reality tv show and then we come back to this franchise and it's the same everything's the same and and it's so false i agree the amount how many people chris are like oh yeah i could really see myself falling in love with her and i'm like it's week two it's this episode two are you fucking shitting me It, it is so over the top and yeah it just it just felt so formulaic. I kind of came into this season thinking, you know, they might have freshened things up a bit, but no, nah, it's just like they're, they're fucking ringing the, they're squeezing the last few pips out of it, it feels to me.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I genuinely was watching it thinking, why don't they just forget it being a reality show and just call it a 13-part, mockumentary, a fake fucking documentary, (laughs) because we know whoever Michelle gets with, other than Joe at the moment, I can't see anybody else really has ignited a fire with her, that it's going to be, well, we we made a good go of it, but can you please respect our privacy? Three, six months after the show, the same bullshit we've just seen with Blake and Katie. Uh, Unbelievable, Dave. Unbelievable. (laughs) And I'm still sat here talking about it. It's just... Does anybody <laughs> we out love there it. We we love, love it? We love it. We love it. And it's, we love to hate <laughs> it. But does anybody out there even buy into any of these nonsense storylines? Because I don't. The guys are fucking pathetic, Dave. They're pathetic, <laughs> the lot of them. It's, it's ridiculous, honestly. I thought there was some desperados on Labour of Love, but this is on a different level this season. These guys, <laughs> you, we slagged off that guy last week who had the playbook at least they had a playbook these guys some of the fucking lines are like something you'd write when you're 11 years old roses are red violets are blue it's like oh come on you idiots <laughs> well let's let's stick
1: on joe for a bit cuz you you think it's all wrapped up i yeah i don't think it is i think he's definitely going to you know the last episode he's going to go far isn't he and again i i think we we've already seen the the kind of Little white lies, I guess you'd call them. You know, the the kind of oh, didn't I slip into your DMs? As if it's like oh, maybe I've just forgotten about it. Yeah, she knows all fucking basketball in history. Um, so so there's definitely a chemistry there. And like when when he's on the losing team for the basketball game, it's like uh, yeah, we've uh, uh, we're gonna select an MVP as well. <laughs> it was so obvious that he was gonna get into it. But I think the whole ghosting thing, so she said that, you know, they messaged a couple of times and then he completely ghosted her. I said last week that I thought his explanation for that was really weak. I thought it was like, oh, I'm in a different place in my life and blah, blah, blah. I just think that is going to become an issue. There's clearly the chemistry, there's clearly an attraction there. When they're kind of going one on one in the basketball, I must admit, I was thinking to myself, well, wouldn't that be cool? Like, you know, if, if you get back into real life and you know you come back from work or whatever you're doing, and then you just go out the back, you have know, a, you play a bit of basketball together and stuff. It it, it looked to me homely. Um, I, I, so I was drinking the Kool Aid to be honest, right there, Chris. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just. I feel to my core that the whole ghosting behavior, there's something off there. And I think it's going to become a bigger problem as we get further through the episodes.
0: Yeah. And look, you could be right, Dave. I'm not going to say the A word just yet and do my Chris 180 special, but I want to talk about Dave, Peter. Peter's the New York pizza guy. You know, we get the kids come and they're grilling the other lads. They're doing this competition at the the classroom and they're doing this. Well, they're doing the chair game first, aren't they? Musical chairs. And and all the lads are going, I don't like Peter. So at first I'm thinking, well, he's just playing a game. He's a little bit competitive. We've all got friends, David, we are competitive I didn't see much with it, and then as it comes towards the end, I was like, "Holy shit, he wants to win!" <laughs> and then when he went in the classroom, he did come forward. I thought he was a dickhead, and I did like that lad put up the narcissist, and he put Peter. I mean, that looked like a complete setup. I must admit, it looked like it was a setup from the start. He was going to do that Why would ask narcissist like it, and then he says Peter. However. Peter, when he was being interviewed on the VT, went from one to a fucking hundred like that, didn't he? He went fucking nuclear. And the argument was ridiculous. I don't believe that Michelle could hear them two arguing. I think that was overdubbed. I had it on on me Mm. headphones, and it sounded too produced the way them guys were talking. I don't think she could hear them, Dave. I really don't. I
1: think that's a great point. Because when they were arguing, it sounded
0: so loud.
1: But Michelle, and I can't remember who she was speaking to, but she they didn't acknowledge it at all. They didn't react to it. You know, if you hear something, your you, instant reaction is to kind of have a bit of a look around. Where, where the hell is that coming from? They didn't seem to acknowledge it was there at all. So, yeah, that's a great point. Didn't even think of that, but I, I can buy that 100%. It was all overdubbed.
0: Yeah, and, and I think as well, like, the guys shot the shot sort of thing, or shoot the shot, whatever you call it. And and some of the lines were terrible. There was, there was, I mean, one of the worst ones was that guy, they were all kicking off about Joe very much in the Dale mold again. He's like, you get too much time with it. He, he won the thing on the basketball. They all come back dead dejected. And it was when like, there was that one guy with the glasses on who's not really featured. And he, He spun her around and went, oh, I can't even do the waltz or something. And just waiting for this kiss. And I could see Michelle was genuinely uncomfortable, but was thinking, I've got to kiss this guy now. Because she'd kissed every, she'd kissed about half a dozen guys at this point in this episode. But that point, I did feel sorry for her. It did feel as if she, in my opinion, the producers were saying to her, well, you're going to have to kiss him because he's fucking, he's lay up and everything. He'd had no dialogue what we'd seen and I felt this episode had so many little dates, little conversations. It had more than I've seen, if mm. I can if I can remember correctly from the other series in The Bachelor, because literally every other scene she was she was uh, swapping saliva with someone else.
1: <laughs> Again, Chris, it's the bachelorette, it's expected. This oh, I know is, it is this what but... we keep getting told. <laughs> so, yeah. there's, there's a lot I of cold sores, Dave, anyway. I know I, I, <laughs> I can't help but feel, or feel think about the germs being exchanged here and uh, oh, oh do you reckon those kids were in the bubble by the way Chris? Oh my God. <laughs> been isolating for a week before they come in um Joe oh, uh, Joe the whole thing about Joe was uh was interesting because I felt like the producers are almost playing up the controversy around Claire and Dale. Mm. It seems to be with a few of these things here that they're almost trying to counter. So it's like, Oh, look, we're going to explicitly talk openly about this idea of them talking on the outside before. And so, you know, it's all going to get squashed or what have you or create a bit of drama. Um, You know? And I think, so it was Jamie, I think we should probably come back to that data at some point with Jamie. He's definitely watched the last season, hasn't he? Because what was that guy's name? The the motivational speaker? I can see his
0: face now because he he got along.
1: He was doing the old shadow boxing, wasn't he? David Brent. (laughs) Brent. (laughs) (laughs) And... This guy Jamie has brilliant. done exactly the same thing, you know. He's gone and thrown everyone else under the bus. What a brilliant fucking move! Because he's already got a rose, so he just nuked the the cocktail party and it goes straight to the rose ceremony. What a fucking brilliant play! And when everyone's like, "Well, who could who could have said this?" You know, and it, I, I can't help but think, well, surely you always know who's going in and talking to Michelle. If you're just in the room there, you, you're kind of aware of what's going around you. So, you know, they didn't question anyone. And Jamie's just there saying absolutely nothing. Whereas the guy who's uh, the motivational speaker, he was like, hey, that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> and like And like, he had a target on his back from there. So again, this guy is uh, quite calculating, I think. I, I think he knew exactly what he was doing there and he wasn't going to own up to it. So, like I say, he stopped other people getting time with Michelle. Um, He already had his rose fucking well-played, sir.
0: Yeah, look, and, and that's, what, that's what makes you laugh about all these hypocrites on this show, Dave, because they were slagging off that guy last week for having his little playbook, and he was, he was tripping over himself, obviously bullshitting. He was like, my friend's wife's done it, but you just said you've done it, and we know all that everyone was outraged but then when everyone else does it or they do it themselves the hypocrisy just it's like oh i'm going minute we're allowed double standards as long as it doesn't affect me it's fine and that, and that's what you see all the time on this show everyone's got a game plan
1: yeah yeah but i i mean i said it last week that that guy was a plant um and the more i kind of thought about it through the week i, I just i thought yeah it's absolutely a plant it, you don't get tatian. Caitlin doing fucking spot checks on everyone's rooms. And then, like, you know, the producers are like, oh, we're going to show this footage. Because it's not just them, is it? Wandering into people's rooms, having a bit of a mooch around. It's the whole fucking camera crew and everything. Oh, let's get the lighting sorted. So, yeah, again, that's just an absolute plant to try and call people out for, uh, you know, coming on the show for the wrong reasons. But every fucker is there for the wrong reasons. Out of anyone, any of these guys, Chris, could you you because usually there's one or two that where you think, oh yeah, they, they seem they're playing a very good game where it looks like they are. Um, but I can't think of any of this lot who, who seem to be there for you know the right reasons.
0: No, and, and I think you're right. Look, we do a we do a podcast that we both enjoy. We we it's exposure in it. We've got on other shows as you know, and you're trying to be a guest with people. And things like that, because you know that it improves your brand, doesn't it? It improves your reach to people. There's nothing wrong with that. It's about networking. I just love the way that they hide it on this Dave. They hide like what they're doing and it's all about the it, love.
1: It gets all crucible, doesn't it? If if someone like has a bit of a misstep and it's like like the guy in Katie's season where it's like, yeah. Yeah, I did as a passing thought think about what it'd be like to be like the Bachelor, and the whole room of guys is like, oh, "Well, I never." That is a that is a horrendous thing to think. How could you ever think about that? No fucker, who was in that room possibly did not think about that. No, and, and, and it's just you're right. It's the
0: it's the hypocrisy of them all. And what's interesting there, when you watch it, and we've said this on other reality shows, like you see, especially on Love Island, you see at the last week, the dates, you can see who gets the most money spent on them. And you can see with this, like Joe's date, the basketball thing, and all these other guys there, but it was all centered around that. Other guys just get the little face to face chat with her. And there was that one guy who was dropping all these like dead corny lines into her. And she's like, oh my God, that is oh, terrible. That was, and anyway, that was this Brandon. Was- Ran the, and he went and and that's no that's just me being me and I'm like oh mate please shut <laughs> up. it was terrible <laughs> it was
1: absolutely terrible you know what that reminded me of American Pie where oh what's the guy's name oh, not, the guy uh, who's playing lacrosse not not Stifler um but he's another cr- lacrosse player ends up doing the singing.
0: Yeah, uh, he's one of the main guys, isn't he? Oh, yeah,
1: but like at the beginning, he's he's with a, a college girl and he's like, suck me, beautiful. Like he's coming out with these lines that he thinks are the right thing to say. And I, I just felt like Brandon was just like putting out all these corny lines, uh, because he's seen them on a show or something. Oz. Right? But Oz, that's the that's one. It, Oz. Yeah. So, yeah, Brandon is is Oz there. <laughs> He's just throwing out these shit lines. But but you know what? It seemed to work. I, I wasn't convinced it was going to, but, uh, you know, he did get a kiss there.
0: He did. And, and also, Dave, like, going to war, like, obviously, there was basically the controversy of Dale 2.0 Joe was, was there to see. It was all about that, one. It? it was all about, like, the roses and everything. And I... <laughs> I felt the problem I have with the Bachelor because obviously it's on for two hours. It's an hour and twenty-five if you take the adverts out. It always feels like you're watching two episodes compressed into one. And I I still say there is no need for it to be so long. I know it's a stalwart, and people probably say it's sacrilege. It's Bachelor Night or Bachelorette Night. It's just too long. There's a load of filler shit you don't need in there. You could condense the show down by getting rid of say ten of the guys, concentrating on. 20 people I means it's still a lot, but, you know, weeding out some of the crap at the start, but really telling the story of the other guys. And they're going, because what I hate, I, I, I must admit, I hate is it. so Michelle, with with them like politician-like answers, oh, today I could see me having a future with this guy. I, 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 I think I'm falling for her. They all say it. And when the, the Bachelor, Matt was the same, I think I'm falling for her. Because it's that open-ended answer which, you, if they don't fall for him, they get out of jail. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's really, yeah. honestly, Joe looked like the one because she made all the playing. I felt, Michelle, she was even calling him over when they did the basketball stuff and all. It was really, I thought it was a really good connection, but all the, it's just them, them, them typical. Answers and then obviously Michelle gets upset. Tasia's there, you know. It's all the same stuff. And I'm gonna get pelters for this day because people are like, "Well, why the hell are you watching it? I love watching it because <laughs> it fucking blood, blood <laughs> boils my blood. That's why I watch it. I'm just like, I was. I swear to God, I had it on today. I had it on last night, and I'm there. And I'm fucking going, oh, for fuck's sake! But I'm still, I'm still dedicated to watch it because I love talking about it the next day.
1: Yeah, and I messaged you, didn't I, last night? And I was like, watching The Bachelorette right now, why the fuck do we do this to ourselves?
0: I <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Honestly, it, is,
1: don't. it is funny. And I've got to say, Chris, I don't think anyone listens to us. If, if someone listens to our Bachelorette and Bachelor coverage, and they genuinely fall for it if you like they they genuinely love the show and they they're fully bought into it i don't think they're listening to us anymore no (laughs) because we we generally reserve both barrels for this franchise don't we and and we keep going back for more (laughs) i mean the the thing that does change obviously the the actors and and the thing i thought more than any other episode of this that i've seen it felt scripted you know, just yeah, because you get in the same lines, you know, and I don't think it is actually scripted, but they've all watched, you know, multiple seasons of this stuff now. And, and so they know, you know, how to diplomatically navigate the fact that, you know, Michelle is probably interested in, let's say, two to five people out of that group. Yeah. And then uh, I think it was Taisha who said, you know, all of you guys are here because Michelle's seen something in you. And it's like, well, no, they just applied to be on a show and she had a limited number of roses um <laughs> that's why you're here you know there is absolutely some filler that fucking peter i mean he like like you say he went from naught to 100 kind of reminded me a bit of joe pesci obviously he's a bit bigger a bit better looking you might say but you know the whole like fucking goodfellas thing where it's like so you think i'm funny you think i'm funny like <laughs> haha funny <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and he said the shoe like-
0: shine boy scene. And that's what he says to him. Did he shine the shoe, that guy? Yeah. Oh, so I,
1: you know, I, I just think um, there's no way she doesn't see anything with him, but he's good there for a bit of drama. Um, but it, it, the other thing that's a bit different between the seasons as well is the theme. It's like, oh, Michelle is really into her basketball, and she's a teacher. So let's make everything fucking teacher and basketball themed then. <laughs> you know, like for Katie's season, it was like, let's make everything sexy. Let's make it all a sex positive season. So the theming of the, the different seasons you get, I think, is, is something that I don't know why it just grates on me a bit. It's like, you know, they, they want to put someone in a box and then all the games and everything are constructed about this two dimensional representation of a real person.
0: Yeah, and that you know what, it's it's such a good analysis of it. it is like you say, it's almost like me and you come to just sort of get it off our chest, don't we? Like we're having a counseling session, it's like me, and you just like ranting about it. But again, Dave, that's what makes me laugh every episode, and this one, especially. You said about it being sort of um all over the place and a bit thinking i love i still love my favorite bit is without doubt the fucking last rose because we had Tasha <laughs> and caitlin come over and started explaining and you see the guys going holy shit it's the last rose and i'm like you fucking dildos the lot of you you fucking dildo also i will say dave I want one of the guys to actually tell the truth because you're right. They've all watched the show. They've all watched the fact that they're not allowed to say to whoever the bachelorette is or if it was the girls, the bachelor, they're not allowed to say, look, I'm not really feeling anything with you. I think there's a friendship there. But, you know, do you think, well, you know, something real, it's all that shit in it, but I just want what's best for it. I think there's a connection because they're so scared of telling the truth. That's why it's all, it, that's why I struggle with the lies because the whole thing is about them actually telling the truth and saying, well, I'm not really feeling it. I think they've only seen it once over the last, we've covered three seasons of the bachelor bachelorette. I've seen it once where it's like, I'm not feeling anything. And, and that guy, remember the one who kicked off that horrible one, that Joseph, it was horrible. Oh, it he was terrible. Yeah, yeah. wanted to Claire, even though Claire wasn't a saint either, but he was awful the way he spoke to it. It was mm-hmm. terrible. He got his just desserts and, and he fucked off himself. Then he had to actually kick him off, didn't he? But he, he deserved to go because there's nothing between them. You'd never—I mean, not. There might be another series, so I'd, I'd stand corrected because a lot of the people who listen, and I apologize if I'm wrong—they they do know the show ins and outs. We don't, but from what I've seen, nobody's telling the truth. It's all one big convoluted on line. It's almost like it's almost like playing Cluedo or something. It's like you know who—who's the real person who's done the deed? Who's the one who actually? <laughs> Is the night, you know, it's him in the room with the blue shirt on and the candle wick or something, you know. It, it, it's uh, Colonel Mustard with the lead point. That's it, Colonel library. Mustard, yeah, <laughs> Colonel Mustard in the library. It's like Michelle is playing that sort of game. There's, there's a computer game out called Among Us, and you've got to find the imposter, and that's what she's doing. It's like every episode, she has to weed out the imposters until she gets to the one that's actually real. Almost, Dave, and here's a nice segue for the Comics in Motion podcast, Superman 2 at the end when he's in the uh, Fortitude, you know, the, the, is it the Fortitude, what's it called? The, fortitude so- the
1: Fortress of Solitude. That's it, I Fortitude. That's it, yeah. The that fortitude. one
0: is Fortitude of Solace. That one as well. It's a Fuck new one I've yeah. written. <laughs> that one. It's a massive
1: super fan, <laughs> Superman fan that you claim to be. Uh,
0: excuse me, am, yeah, the I'm, the movie what I'm was a movie that? fan. I'm a movie fan. Fortitude of one. Solace. <laughs> that's James Bond, Quantum of Solace. <laughs> I'm a movie fan. I'm not a comic <laughs> book fan like you. But anyway, do you know what I mean? Though, where these the three or four different Christopher Reeves? It's like that. It's like she's got to weed them out. Sorry, it's a terrible reference that one. It but I don't. I
1: don't Superman three is the one where you've got like the Clark and the Superman. isn't
0: it? No, it, it, at the end when General Zod's there and he changes to, to human. Remember, they go after Superman, right. but he's, these three or four Supermans there. Remember, General Zod thinks that he's a hologram ah. and he puts his arm up. Dave, don't I? Right, look down on right yeah. two, Oh, crazy. I used one. to play
1: this as a kid, is what he yeah. said, but even though he grew up in Kansas, but anyway, yeah, didn't
0: have any friends. But there you go. <laughs> 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 and we saw you discover the
1: green crystal when you were about yeah. 20, so yeah, that, yeah. Anyway, uh, Superman 2 digression there, um. Yeah, I tell you, the closest person who came to telling the truth, I thought, though, Chris, was Jamie, because he gets the single date rose. And then, as soon, no sooner as he got it, where he's like, Yeah, well, you know, I kind of live this lifestyle. I, I jet off to a, a third world country at the drop of a hat kind of thing. So it's all got to be on my terms. <laughs> I just thought it was like a bit of a weird thing to say so early on, where it's like, a bit of an inconvenience for him to go on this date.
0: Yes, yeah, that was a bit strange. I did think we were going to get the full sob story because that's—I tell you what—that's one of my issues, Dave. You say about Jamie. If you've, you've actually reminded me now, something I was got so look, no person in this world, no matter what stage of your life, whether. You've had a good life before, or obviously things happen in the future. But nobody's going to go through life without some tragedy. And some of the stories that were awful it was the poor lad saying about his mum. You know, she'd committed suicide when he was twenty-four. It was him, that was Jamie. Oh, was that Jamie? Sorry, Jamie. Right. Sorry. Uh, that, so, so it it was awful what he was saying. But I, I was watching it, thinking, "Oh, you've." you've it felt like the ever said to him, and and the other contestant. Look, I've said this before. You've got to tell us the most harrowing story of your life. I mean, we were yeah. we were going on dregs when Joe was like, and I'm not being disrespectful, but Joe was saying my, my basketball coach died. And it felt dead false to me. Not that he hadn't died. I'm not saying he wouldn't have been upset, but that felt like Joe was just forcing that story too much for me, Dave. I just felt, oh, this is not even real. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm not questioning the guys. I'm questioning the producers. Why do we have to... Have this this sort of like sob story. I know it's like X Factor. They do the same thing, but and Britain's Got Talent and stuff. But it's just it gets too much for me. I'm like, it's fucking depressing to be honest.
1: Well, again, it's just so formulaic, isn't it? It's like, oh, they've had a single date. You know, they went did a bit of rock climbing. Uh, they come back. They have the dinner, and it's like, right, here's the sob story. I wonder what it's going to be. Yeah, you know, and and so it did sound like a horrible. Sub story, obviously, you know, as he told it, but the whole thing, the context of the show, it's like this is the bit where we get the sub story. I, I, I just, I, I was feeling quite jaded with that bit as well, to be honest.
0: Yeah, uh, Dave, look, I'm, I'm, and I, I'm trying to word it correctly because I'm being completely insensitive. But what? It, it it just felt too much. It felt like it was almost a pissing contest in who's had the most yeah. trauma in the life. And I don't I'm not I'm I'm not in for that. I'm not I, I, I get we've got to have something and we've got to have the violin music and that, but it was like everyone has their two minutes to tell do her we, about do we have to have it? I don't it's want the it first We're fucking not. date. I know I know it's their <laughs> I know. first date. You don't
1: air all your fucking grievances and, and tragedy in your life. Like I say, Pull any random person off the street who's fucking over 30. Someone will have had something tragic or something happen to them in their lives. And so, you know, different people will divulge that at different times. It's usually not the first date I wouldn't have said, but it's like the show script demands it. You know, this is the bit where you tell your sob story. And I guess, you know, he... He knows he's gonna have limited time with Michelle. And and so, you know, you could almost say, Well, it is the onus on him. Does he think, well, you know, it's this is the bit, you know, I've seen the show plenty of times. This is the bit where I do it, or is it the producers, and I, I think it is, saying, you know, this is the in our playbook, you know, this is the bit where you tell your sub story. So make sure you have a good one lined up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's That's exactly how it feels. I, I completely agree with you, Dave. I completely agree, and I I, I think, yeah, I, I can't go any further than that. I think I think you can, you're completely right. It's just it's a really strange way of doing it. I mean, literally, some of the guys. I, I can see it coming. Well, I had a pet hamster once, and his name was Dave. <laughs> And I had him for a year and I gave him the wrong food and he died. Oh my God, let's get the, oh my God, that is terrible. How did you get over this? I don't know. It was awful. It's fucking bullshit. Honestly, it really is. Oh, Dave. You Not you, what? by the way. I just realised I, I said know, your yeah, name. Just I just fucking, fucking realised. the thousands, yeah.
1: hundreds of thousands I of said names. your name. <laughs> and, and that's... I'm the dead you, fucking hamster. You know, I
0: didn't want to crush <laughs> your day with my foot or anything, but <laughs> that's genuine. I just realised I've used your name. But anyway, what a dick. <laughs> you know what?
1: I have to say again, though. I, I just... You know, I'm going through this episode, and like I said in the text message, it's why do I fucking watch this? And I saw, like, Charlene in the Facebook group said, "You know, I'm not watching this." Um, I, I, so I don't particularly enjoy it when I'm watching it, and I just feel like I'm wasting my time. But by God, I do enjoy coming on and just fucking ripping its pieces.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the best bit. It feels like it feels like when you eat your tea and you're eating your tea that you don't like, and you're eating green beans and broccoli and everything, and at the end of it, you get a big fuck-off chocolate cake with ice cream there, because I love this bit. (laughs) This is absolutely, the for me, it's just the the end of it. it is like the tonic to it. It's just perfect, because they just love just talking about it. Because... We, look, we absolutely rip it, but we're doing it in in our way, aren't we? So It's like we're watching it. It's, it's us who are watching it. It's not like we're being forced to watch it. We, I just love the interaction we have after it, I must admit. That's like the reward for just going through all this nonsense. Yeah. Any other points, Chris? No, nothing, Dave, nothing. Um, I just wanted to say a big thank you, as always, to all our friends on Facebook, as you mentioned, Charlene, Chris and Dave's reality TV cast. If you've got to get over there, guys, come and join us. Uh, you have to be at we'll accept you in and then just get the chat going. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. And if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. So Dave, the roll call of honour today, my friend, is Michelle, Keith, Lucy, Helen, Brianna, Jacqueline, 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 Noreen, Claire, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee, Hannah, Ed, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Haley. Lauren, lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so, so much, guys. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, Dave, as we go into another weekend, I am going to contemplate why I'm going to watch episode three next week, but we will be back again.
1: We will. And uh, we're up to, we're caught up now, aren't we? We, we yep. um, did that this week. Uh, we'll have our Maths Australia episode out probably at the weekend. And then uh, we sort of promised to do Love Island Australia, didn't we? Like a couple of fucking ends. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so hopefully there's not too many more weeks of maths left, because um, three seasons, we seem to keep doing this to ourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. And you told me we wouldn't be doing this, because I'm the one who jumps it. I'll go, we'll do all of them. You're like, no, hang on a minute. And it's your fault, Dave. I'm blaming it all on you the three it's not your fault it's both of our faults. Yeah.
1: well i i think i suggested because quite a few people had come back and said i like, you know can you do the yeah. bachelorette and so i, I i'd said well it's, it's an episode a week isn't it and in isolation yeah it's an episode a week sort of forgot that maths would still be going <laughs> so we should have had two uh uh, in flight if you like at the time but um, but now no, we'll be we'll be caught up soon and, and then back down to two
0: we will I think master has got another week to go Dave
1: yeah yeah it's so only week. another eight hours of watching
0: yay <laughs> 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 anyway it's great to speak to you mate you know I love it absolutely love it you make sure you have a good weekend and everyone else have a great weekend
1: cheers mate and thanks for listening everyone bye now bye